this Father's Day, we were forced to face the reality of some of our own failures as parents. Uh, yeah, not not good. <laughs> In this episode, we're going to share the story of how a fun family day turned into mostly misery um, because we just didn't really follow our own advice because there are no perfect families. The Legendary Marriage Podcast begins now. If you're feeling more like roommates than soulmates, it's time for the Legendary Marriage Podcast. Every couple wants to have a great marriage, but the trials and challenges of life pull us in different directions. But you can have a legendary marriage filled with passion, fun, and adventure together. That's why each week we share stories and ideas about building a life, a love, and a legacy together. And at the end of every episode, we challenge you to find a time with your spouse to build more intimacy and connection by having conversations that matter. Hello, and welcome to episode 184 of the Legendary Marriage Podcast. We're talking about crappy Father's Days. (laughs) Yeah, we're Danielle and Justin, your all too brutally honest hosts and founders of Legendary Marriage. (laughs) Have you ever had a day that fell so colossally short of your expectations and hopes that it forced you to reevaluate everything. Oh, expectations. That they you can just, be... you go to bed with like, I, I just, I don't know the meaning of any of it. Oh my gosh. Today we're going to totally break any misplaced, very misplaced illusions yeah. that we have, that we might be perfect. Uh, People, couple, parents, any of it. Yeah. So prepare to laugh, judge us, and hopefully be honest with yourself as well. <laughs> That's what the show is all about, right? Like having authentic conversations that hopefully help you find new ways to build more intimacy and connection in your marriage, but also become better parents and a stronger team uh, as a family in all respects. All right. So if you've ever gotten any value from this show before, would you please leave us a rating and review on Apple podcasts? Those ratings really help out with ranking the show and which helps more couples to find us. Yeah. Uh, if you feel like your relationship has gotten a little stale these days, you might want to check out our free roommates to soulmates challenge. Oh yeah. Helps you break out of the roommate zone, reignite the passion in your marriage in just five days. Five days, people. Get all the details and sign up at soulmateschallenge.com. All right. So here's the deal. Um, Father's Day is a, a loaded kind of an experience for me. Um, we went through almost nine years of a battle with infertility before we were able to have our first child. And then on my first Father's Day, my dad passed away. Yeah. So instead of spending my first Father's Day with my uh, very young baby and my wife, I was on a plane to Florida. Yeah. And so that's kind of echoed over the last, you know... Eight or nine years since since then. Yeah, and sometimes, honestly, for me, sometimes I forget that that's you know such a big part of Father's mm-hmm. Day for you. I just really focus on like, okay, the kids got to make you some cards, and you know we're gonna mm-hmm. do something fun. I had even asked you, what do you want for Father's Day? You said a hike, a clean house, and uh, what was the other thing you said? A hike, a clean house, and uh, oh, a power washer attachment. Yes, yes. I wanted to power <laughs> wash the driveway. And so I was like, check, check, check. Okay, we got all that stuff. We should be good to go. 
Um, but yet, and and by any measure, <laughs> yeah, you'd be great. Yeah, yeah, you got so, all that. So stuff. I come into Father's Day with a little bit of tenderness, um, you know, and the the expectation of okay, this is going to be a day uh, where it's it's a little about me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Totally. And, it should um, be. And just so that expectation is raised above the normal, like my desire for. Uh, for our team to function well as a family, mm-hmm. for our, uh, you know, for our family, like we talked a couple episodes ago about family uh, alliance or family agreement. Mm-hmm. Like we're going to be safe, be kind, be responsible, be respectful and be courageous. And just how we treat each other and how we interact. And that and, should be heightened on Father's Day. it should be heightened. Day. Yeah. Right? On Father's Day, it should be like... You're treating dad the best of the best. Okay, so why are we talking about this? Um, I just want to know. I just was challenged on Father's Day to, like, I want to post, like, the cute pictures of, like, oh, yay, we're all getting along super great and giving dad the best Father's Day ever. Yeah. But none of it was true. It was all a debacle. It wasn't that it was all not true. It wasn't that it was all bad, that it was all not true. It's just there were some things that that made the the good uh, outshined that outshined the good, yeah. Yeah, and also I think the expectation thing is key too. Is like not only on Father's Day, I think for any holiday or for any day in general, we can hold up this expectation and if it's not a stated expectation and we expect our spouse to like read our mind or our kids to read our mind, sometimes that can be dangerous. Which you did a great job with us, right? Like, Hey, what would make a great father's day for you? And I said, "Eh, yeah, you know, hang out with the family, go on a hike. Yeah. You know, if y'all want to acts of service or part of one of my central love languages, Mm -hmm. help clean up the house, you know, we'll have some dinner. We'll, you know, it'll yeah. just be a nice, quiet day. And so actually, it met expectations on the surface. On the surface. <laughs> but underneath that, like, you can't... We go into something like like Father's Day or Mother's Day or Christmas Day or... Birthday or whatever. Or whatever day. With this, this idyllic kind of... It's going to be this beautiful, perfect day where everybody gets along and everything's great. And the issue is that that day didn't just happen... Uh, Outside of the rest of life. Right. Underneath it, there's always other stuff going on. Sure. <laughs> I feel like there's a lot of stuff going on right now. <laughs> like really, really what happened for me was the things that we did were, were, were good. Um, but how, particularly how the kids showed up was just kind of the last straw. Like we've been... Uh, settling and justifying and rationalizing and tolerating some behaviors and some dynamics with the kids that just kind of hit me on Sunday as, as the last straw. And I feel like we like, because I came to the day with tenderness, with some expectations, sure. with so on and so forth. So it's just kind of this recipe and you put it together and it just goes. And upon further review of the play, that's one of my comments that I like to say. Upon, upon further review of the play. Like looking back, like 
I think we've been making a lot of excuses for some of the dynamics in the house because we're going through a pandemic, because, you know, the kids got ripped out of school halfway through the year because we haven't been able to see friends. It's traumatic. Like everybody's constantly going through a trauma and it's ever evolving and it feels like it's never ending. And it would be really, really easy to uh, go, hey, remember episode 181, we talked about redesigning your parenting and using the alliance and everything. And then, and then episode 177, when Chris and Beth Bruno were on the show again and talking about how the rhythms they've established in the middle of the pandemic and all the, and everything to connect daily as a family mm-hmm. and everything and paint this and say, we do all of that. And to paint this picture that we are this model of, of, a great marriage and great parenting and success in our careers and, 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 and the simple truth is that's BS. Like life is messy. Marriage is not easy. Parenting is the single greatest challenge you will ever face in your life. And the single most important thing that you can do. Okay. And what I, nobody's perfect at it. Well, what I do want to say is important about those things. It's not that we don't follow along with a lot of those things. It's that we lay the track of like, this is our default setting. Yeah. We're going to come back to things like the family Alliance, or we keep in mind things about the trauma or processing it. Like Chris and Beth Bruno said, um, but do we do it 100% of the time? Do we always stay on that track? No, we and don't. And it's a point of contention <laughs> for us. We don't because it's because we're we're not perfect. But the nice thing is, is we have that to go back yeah. to. There's not like, you know, we're not living in willy nilly land where we don't have any tract, any track to go back to. Yeah. Um, but but a few years ago, and even now, it's a it's a it's a source of of frustration because like we know better than this. Yeah. But oh, yeah. and a few years ago, it would have been a uh, a source of tremendous like blame and shame and frustration and angst and discord between and us everything between and, yeah. us. Yeah. Um, just self contempt and stuff like that. Like, why do we let this happen? Why do we get here when we know better? We teach other other people better. We help other couples navigate the same stuff. And the reality is, is that nobody is perfect. <laughs> nope. And once you accept that reality and, you know, have some compassion for yourself, which I had to work through, I had to work through Sunday and Monday, um, then you can get back to uh, really looking at things and going, okay, we have tolerated, we have settled, we have justified, rationalized, and made excuses for Mm -hmm. um, behaviors and and things from the kids that we have enabled them to it do. was it was the system that we had in place we got the natural results of that and it uh, culminated in a less than delightful but i want to just say day. for you like it'd be really easy to blame me or sure play the victim like oh you know i'm, I, I'm and i did to, a little bit you did a little bit but then you, you weren't had, supposed to agree with me there you you did, but you had the realization of like, okay, I know after further <laughs> reflection um, what's really going on here. Um, yes, we did take tech away from them for a week. And it wasn't as a punishment. No, it wasn't. This is not about being punitive. No. Right? Mm-mm. Or getting even or something like that. 
It's and, like and a reset. We'll come to that. It, yeah. It's more of a reset situation. What we realized. So Sunday night, we're laying in bed, and I'm just going, you know, this today really kind of sucked. Mm-hmm. Um, it, 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 and it hurt. Like, the kids were disrespectful, unkind, like in, in ways that would have gotten my butt complaining all day. Yeah. As a kid. Yeah. And, um, and it hurt me because one, because it's father's day. It was supposed to be my day. It was supposed to be this like delightful family, you know, I want to say Norman Rockwell, but I don't think many people wouldn't even know who Norman nah, Rockwell is anymore. Whatever. Famous Americana painter. Idyllic. Idyllic family yeah. stuff. Um, and it wasn't that. So it was like, it was that level. And then there's the level of Father's Day and my tenderness around losing my father. Mm-hmm. And then there was the level of like, now I'm on Father's Day when I'm supposed to be glad. To be a dad. To be a dad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That right? I am, if I'm brutally honest, in the moment, in my emotion, which emotions aren't truth, they're energy, they, they give us information. But in my emotions, I was not glad mm. to be a father. I, I, was, I was mad as heck and disappointed and frustrated. And that made me sad and disappointed and frustrated. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you're, you're upset at the circumstance, at the situation. And then upset that this is what it is and upset at myself because I feel this way. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, as we're talking, we're, we have this moment, we go, oh, we created this. Like we've yeah. created it because um, we have, you Made know, in, excuses, our, in our yeah. effort to try to adapt and be flexible and, and, you know, keep the peace a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like the kids have gone through a lot, a lot this year. Like it has been hard. They're still just the other day, still talking about how they didn't, weren't able to finish school the, the way they expected. And can they go back now? And can we go back to school now? And meanwhile, the school district is sending out stuff that's got like the multiple levels of response of like, we may or may not have any in-person school or it may be, you know, Half 10 minutes in. a day every 30, 13 days per student. And they have to like wear bubbles and, you know, all this crazy stuff. Yeah. And we can't reassure them and go, it's all going to be okay in the fall. Yeah. Just enjoy the summer. Everything's going to be okay in the fall because likelihood is it won't. Yeah. And we can't tell them that right now because they, they just. They can't handle they, it. They don't need that. I can't handle it. And so it. everything <laughs> is kind of coming up in that. Do you know the top three problems that married people face? Number one, having the same stupid fights over and over. Wait, didn't we just have this argument yesterday? Ugh. Number two, your conversations are transactional and devoid of any fun. Your reading spousal relation let us complete our regular duties and return to our charging stations. And this is the biggest one. Number three, you haven't had sex or it hasn't been good. Wait, what? In so long, you've started calling it me time. Are you on your phone? Are you done yet? Does any of this sound familiar? Because if so, you're not alone. You know that marriage can and should be full of passion, fun, adventure, and laughter. 
but most couples end up in the roommate zone. Not what I signed up for. Whatever has you in the roommate zone, we want to help you break out. All you have to do is go to soulmateschallenge.com and register today for the Roommates to Soulmates Challenge, and you can reignite the intimacy and connection in your marriage in just five days. Don't believe us? Try it. Register today at soulmateschallenge.com. It's free and could transform your marriage forever. And we have a money-back guarantee. And free? Well... And so the behaviors, the disrespectful behavior, the, the kind of mean, snarky, sassy <laughs> comments and things yeah. like that. We had been meeting it more with um, compassion. Yeah. And, and a like A lot of understanding, grace. a lot of compassion, mm-hmm. which like we advocate big on this, right? Yeah, do compassion it. Compassion and curiosity are the keys to building a great marriage, being great parents, being a, a strong leader. Yeah. <laughs> like to building any relationship. And when you're so tuned into that stuff as we are, it can become a different kind of crutch, a different kind of way of tolerating, excusing, you know, rationalizing, justifying. Yeah. I think if we did do anything well, um, it was the two of us on Father's Day. Yeah. Like I kept checking in with you like, um, what's going on? What do you need? Um, you know, like all the feels, like the mm-hmm. check-in feels, the sachet check-in, sad, angry, scared, happy, excited. To, like I kept checking in with you because I knew it wasn't going well. Yeah. And of course, me as the mom, it's kind of my job to put on Father's Day. And so there's part of that that I'm like, I feel like a failure. Like we set up to like go to this park with these beautiful waterfalls and it's like a half an hour outside of town and we get there and they're like, you dummy, don't you know you have to reserve it weeks ahead of time? Don't you know there's a pandemic on? And I'm like, I thought we were just going to go to a park and no, I did not know we had to have reservations. And then we go to another place and it's super crowded and, you know, (laughs) and so it was just like the, the hits kept coming. And, and and when we get turned around, (laughs) when we got turned away from the first park, that's when our youngest lashed out, just started lashing out because in her words, another thing has been, Killed, ripped out from under, ripped out from yeah. under us by coronavirus, mm-hmm. and then we get to this to the second place, and it's kind of crowded, and that and it, I mean it wasn't like like we're not in line at the amusement park. No, it's it's a trail, but right? yeah, we couldn't find a parking spot, and it was just and yeah. So we're driving around, and the dog throws up in the car. Oh and, yeah, and oh, the yeah, girls are whining that. about driving around in the car with dog puke smell, and yeah. and mm-hmm. then uh, the oldest. We're on the trail and the oldest is, it's so hot. Where's the thing? Why do we have to do this? Are we done yet? Where are we going? What's the thing? Uh, it's so hot. It's like a million degrees. It's all, I'm a, like, Okay. And so to, to be like, there were some legitimate complaints because we were hiking out to see this waterfall. Okay. And now all along no, no. on the way, wait, wait, all along on this river, we see that the riverbed is Were you legitimately trying to get to dry. the waterfall? Yes. You, I'm sorry. I was just going for the hike. I didn't really even realize that you were legitimately trying to get to a waterfall. If 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 I thought you were there was seriously a waterfall trying to do on that, a map. I would have told you that in June in, in Central Texas, there's no waterfall. Like 
There's no creek. It's just a, a rocky bed with like trees and things growing in it. Well, I should have like <laughs> clued into it when we were walking down the riverbed and there was no water in it. And <laughs> yeah. I thought, surely at the falls, there'll be something like I, it might be a little diminished, but. And I mean, we were certainly upstream from the falls. And when we got there, no, not even a trickle, no. not even a. There was a puddle not about, even about an 18 inch, 18 inch in diameter puddle at one spot. Was that where do- the dog peed? Oh, maybe, maybe. <laughs> no, um, but but like none of the circumstances stuff, like not being able to go to the one park, who cares? Uh, not having water at the waterfall, who cares? I like being outside. I like being on the trail. I like being with my kids, my my wife, okay. my dog. Except there was so much negativity. Yeah. That I literally had to just take the dog and leave Danielle and the kids in in the dust behind me. We can still see him, but. Yes. I, I, and I, it was just like, it felt like everything was just kind of collapsing. Like I was starting to have a, an anxiety attack. Yeah. Um, and I had to get away from, from it. Yeah. Um, it, it, the day wasn't a total, like it wasn't the end of the world. I love my kids. I love you. I love our life and everything. It was just not good. <laughs> just not. And we had a delightful dinner with, with our, our friends, our, yeah. our good friends and their kids and, and, you know, ended the evening, went to bed and we're laying there just kind of debriefing and went, I'm so mad, so frustrated, so sad, so disappointed, so, um, just bleh about this. And we started talking about it like, oh, like we created it. Mm-hmm. We created it because we have been enabling the kids to be complaining self-involved, yeah, you know, you know, just trying to keep them happy. So we started talking like, okay, what, what have we done? Like, what, what can we own here? Well, I know we haven't been making the kids eat super well. Yeah. They've been eating a lot of snacks and a lot of sweets and a lot of ice cream and comfort food, stuff like that. (laughs) Comfort food. Yeah. Trauma, pandemic, comfort food, right? Yeah. We're all doing it. The COVID-19 isn't just the year that it was discovered or the number (laughs) of things that it is. It's the number of pounds that most people are putting on. (laughs) Kids do. Um, So they're not eating right. They want to stay up late. It's the summer. Sure. And they're still waking up early. They're not getting enough sleep. They're watching a lot of screen time. Mm-hmm. playing Minecraft and watching YouTube videos about Minecraft and watching TV shows and watching movies at night and stuff like that. And we get them outside and we make them go in the pool and play and we make them go outside and play with the dog and we do all that stuff. But we're also, we work from home. And so there's this, this dynamic of like, we're here, but we're not available all the time. Right. So um, there's a tension for them and us in that. And the guilt of that means we've been giving them more screen time than they should Yep. We haven't. So we've created the monsters. And so we created <laughs> this experience and it was just, a, it, it all kind of came to a head and it was this last straw, mm-hmm. right? And unfortunately that it was on Father's Day. Yeah. Yes, unfortunate, but... So um, we had to regroup and, you know, own it and figure out, okay, what are we going to do from here? How, how, how are we going to make some shifts? Because our goal... Our, our part of our family vision is to raise our kids to be wholehearted, resilient, courageous kingdom leaders, right? Like we want them to grow 
and be responsible, intelligent, compassionate, kind, loving, joyful, peaceful, patient, kind, gentle, faithful people. Yeah, and what what we had been falling back on is what's convenient yeah. in the moment. What's easy. Instead what's of instead of the in big fear picture. of the idea that taking away what was easy or convenient in our perception would be harder. Right. 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 Well, I just, just, yeah, go watch a show or something for, for a few minutes while I take this call or while I work on this project or while we do this or while we do that instead of no, just go play quietly or saying, no, you, we can't have ice cream again. You need to eat a healthy lunch, a healthy dinner, a good breakfast or go whatever. Go eat a piece of watermelon. Or saying, <laughs> no, like it's time to go to bed. Yeah. Um, we created the circumstances. So well, Sunday night, we laid there, debriefed, figured this out, and then went, okay, how are we going to redo this? We need to redesign again. We need to come back to the agreements that we've made because, number one, we are a team. Not just Danielle and I are a team, but as a family, we are a team. Right. And we aren't all on the same team right now. Um, number two, we will not compromise our family mission, our vision, to raise whole, healthy, wholehearted, resilient, courageous kingdom leaders. Big picture. Um, yeah. And three, we're not going to settle for behaviors and patterns and habits that don't honor each other or... Uh, create the circumstances where we have great days together, where when we have time together, where we're having fun and we're enjoying each other. I think that's a good point too. Like just bringing it back to marriage, because obviously we love to talk about mm -hmm. marriage on this show. It's like, yeah, a lot of times we do the things that are easy or that we've habitually done, um, even though they're not serving our bigger goal. Well, we might not even know what our bigger goal is, but um, even like serving the bigger goal or the mission kind of gets put on the back burner for just getting through or just surviving or just doing what's what's going to get us through the day. Yeah. It, we are so habitual as as human beings are very habitual. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We fall into habits. They get established. And sometimes we never recognize or break them or change them. Yeah. And when you think about... When this because pandemic thing started, yeah, it takes you know people say between sixty and ninety days to make a new to habit. form a habit. Mm -hmm. Well, think about how long we've been in oh, this pandemic and yeah, this new reality and and everything, and the kinds of habits that you have or we have established. Yeah, are they healthy? Are they not? The COVID nineteen, the extra pounds, the 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 extra screen time, the whatever, or. Are you working out, eating healthy, taking, taking the time to initiate new habits that are better and healthier? And I think it's the same thing here uh, relationally. Yeah. For, I for think, our marriage, for our parenting, for our kids, for our family. I think in the beginning of like this whole quarantine thing, we thought, oh, maybe it's going to be a couple of weeks Oy. or it's going to be a month or whatever. And so it's like, okay, so we stay up late for a couple of weeks, big whoop. Yeah. Or we eat extra snacks for a couple of weeks, big whoop. Um, but then a couple of weeks turns into a couple of months and then it's... And you look at the grocery bill and go, holy smokes, what are we doing? How do we spend this much on ice cream? Mm. That's you. Um, <laughs> anyway, anyway, so we sat down and went, okay, what are we going to do? We need to get things realigned back on track. So in the Williams house this week, there is no screen time for children. Mm-hmm. 
It's back to basics. Go ride the bike, take the dog for a walk, play in the yard, play with your Legos, play a board game, take a nap, read a book. And if you're like us, be prepared. The initial is hard. Yeah. Um, the it, it's, it's, it's detox. It's, yeah, it's detox. And then... Day one was brutal. Yeah. And then they start to settle in. And then it, it's going to get better. So you guys, there's hope. Yes. <laughs> to reset uh, those habits but that may have been that, holding you back. Yeah. More than that, we we look at it and go holistically and go, okay, we need to we need to you know clean up our act eating wise. Mm-hmm. We need to be more active, get outside, do some more stuff. Mm-hmm. We need to cut down the screen time. And and this week it's just a detox of screen time. Yeah. And we need to talk about why we're doing these things. And what the outcome is that we want. Mm-hmm. Like kids, we're not taking away screen time because you're rotten kids. Because you're not rotten kids. Right. We're taking away screen time because it's having this impact on you and on us. We've been letting you do it more than we should. Mm-hmm. And the result is, according to the studies, the more screen time behavior issues and challenges and things like that come up. And so we're going to hit a reset together and do this. And we're in it together. Like we aren't hit, watching I think TV you hit, and stuff. I think you hit something key there. And that is like being honest of your shortfalls with the kids. Yeah. And like that can be true, whether it's you're talking to your spouse or your kids or your coworkers or whatever. It's so important. It builds so much more trust if you own up to something yeah. that did not work, that you were in part of making happen and you say, Hey, listen, I made a bad choice and I want to do something to make it better. So I think that's an important part too. So I hope that you had a great father's day. If you didn't do a debrief, figure (laughs) out what's going on. What, what in the systems of your family are, are not serving you. And I hope you had fun judging us and our story. Own your part. (laughs) Clear it all, like sit down and, and process through it, have a clearing conversation yeah, and then recommit to what are we going to do to make the vision of the family and the life that we want be, become our reality. Right. Right. All right, you guys, um, if you feel like you need even some more support in um, oh, yeah. reigniting just the intimacy and connection in your marriage. Um, We have a great opportunity for you. You guys, we have a five-day Roommates to Soulmates marriage challenge, and you can claim your spot today at soulmateschallenge.com. You guys, we would love to see you in there. It's live coaching and teaching for five days. we got lots of fun activities and resources for you to reignite that. Um, intimacy and connection in your own marriage. Yes. And now the talk about it segment of the show. Each week we challenge you to set a time with your spouse to have a conversation that matters. All right. So here is your conversation starter question. What have you been tolerating and justifying (laughs) in your family that are sabotaging your vision? Biting you in the butt. Sometimes... These conversation starter talk about it things are a little tough. Yeah. Anyway. Ouch. Okay. All right. Thanks for listening. We know that there are lots and lots of podcasts out there and lots of things to do with your time. Oh, we're and we're honored, so honored that you have chosen to be a part of our little family. All right. This is Danielle and Justin reminding you. Don't settle for an ordinary marriage. Make yours legendary. Legendary.